With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Outkick the coverage live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Ah, yes. Good morning. Hope you're enjoying your Thursday. I'll tell you what, Jeff Schwartz, it's been a pleasure one hour in having a lot of fun with you. It's funny because I'm visiting a friend in Dallas, Texas right now, my friend Rachel, and I cleared out the room already. We're on central time here, right? And so Rachel was like, yeah, I'll probably wake up around eight. And I'm like, uh, you know, I'm a little loud. I don't know if that's going to happen, you know? So, uh, it was about a half hour ago, around 5.30, she like just kind of very politely and nicely walked out of the, the apartment. She just walked out. It's 5.30 in the morning, Jeff. I feel a little bit badly about that. I mean, welcome to the party. Welcome to the, the radio. <laughs> I mean, I've done... I've done shows in Dallas before my friend's house. Luckily, he had extra room for me. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm right above my our, our my, I said my wife's room, our bedroom um, at home. Like I'm I'm loud as well. Like it's just that's part of the territory. You can't help it, right? Like, we're tells- talking about Justin Fields. Who are the Bears going to start? I can't speak in hushed tones. You know, I can't do it. My wife tells people that my job is yelling into the computer screen. So that's <laughs> that, that gives you an idea of what I do for a living. It's yelling into the computer screen. You know what? Not to be gross here, but uh, I don't think it's too bad. You're a former offensive lineman. You're not going to be grossed out by this. But uh, like my computer screen, the amount of times where, like the, when the screen goes black and you just see the spittle all over, I'm like, good Lord, what is my deal over here? I'm just like yelling into a microphone. I don't know. If I was speaking in hushed tones, maybe not as much spittle on the screen. I don't know. It's, you know what? That just means you're enthusiastic for your job. I think I can take that as a positive. I like that. I like that approach by you. Okay, now let's dive into this. We've got Kevin Durant and Draymond Green blaming the Warriors organization for the breakup, Uh, for KD leaving Golden State. You're all right. Hit me before we get any audio on this. What are you thinking here, Jeff Schwartz? Well, I watch the audio, so it's hard to it's hard to like to have a thought before the audio. Okay, okay, all right, all right. Like just. <laughs> it's such a revisionist history, right? Uh-huh. And the thing about it is, y'all are complaining about lack of communication, and the Warriors basically asked you to talk about it, and you <laughs> didn't do it. Like, <laughs> like, like, oh, we we should talk this through. Hey, hey, Draymond, can you go talk to him? No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to apologize. Yeah. Okay, well, well, okay. Well, cool then. Great, great story, guys. Like, it's cool. just, it's like I, I just don't like Draymond, man. I mean, <laughs> I, I just, it's, uh, I mean. <laughs> 
I don't know. It's it, you know, it, it may, maybe it's you know, obviously, I'm you know, in the NFL, it's it's more kind of owner front office um, dominated. In the NBA, is definitely you know more more player uh, oriented. But you know, they talk about in that clip um, the last dance, right? And I'm like, well, Steve Kerr was part of that, guys. Like yeah. if Steve Kerr's asking you to go apologize for something and kind of talk it out, then. I listen to him. Like I don't. Yeah. I, I just like talk. Listen. Hey, hey, Draymond. Go, go. Apologize to, to Kitty. And yeah, look, I've, I've been here. Uh, Trust me. Just, and look, and, it goes and, better and that look, way. And I get it, man. You don't want to apologize. You weren't wrong. Whatever you, whatever argument you want to make. But in the end, they're asking you to go talk to Draymond, and you guys are are whining about not talking enough during yeah. this this moment. And okay, go talk to each other. Like you. Oh, oh, oh I, I want more communication. Who's in charge of that? You two guys are go talk to each other. Like I, I'm, I, I just it. This stuff, man. Like I, I just, I, I have a trouble with it because, yeah. Um, you know, a lot of times there's opportunities for for communication and you don't do it, and then you complain about lack of communication. Well, you I, got a chance yeah. to do it. Why, why don't why, just it, talk it, it out? It doesn't make sense. Now here's the the KD part. We'll get to Draymond in a second, but. This is to set it up. So Draymond's doing this thing for Bleacher Report. It's called Chips, kind of like chip a chip on your shoulder. So Draymond Green is interviewing his former teammate with the Warriors, Kevin Durant. Draymond Green asks KD the question, how much did our fight during the Clippers game in 2018 where Draymond is just woofing at KD, undressing him, reportedly calling the B word, said, we can win without you. We don't need you. It was this whole thing. It's worked out so well this is, then, hasn't it? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's been a little rocky since then. Not the greatest prediction they can win without KD, but this is Kevin Durant responding to the question, how much did that fight have to do with your departure? It wasn't the argument. It was the f- the way that everybody, Steve Kerr, act like it didn't happen. Bob Myers and tried to just discipline you and think that that would put the mask over everything. I really felt like that was such a big situation for us as a group. The first time we went through something like that, we had to get that all out. I remember watching The Last Dance. And when Scotty didn't go into the game, the whole team in the locker room said, Scotty, that was up that you did that. We needed that. We just needed to throw all of that shit on the table and say, yo, Dre, okay, like, that was up that we even had to go through that. Let's just okay. wipe our hands with we're, that we're, and go, go finish. <laughs> You're done. We're, all right. What? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, if Steve Curry didn't think it was a big deal, maybe it wasn't a big deal. Maybe the rest of the team was like, it's just two dudes talking it out. Like, if, if, if we're in a situation where in a game, a quarterback comes and cusses me out, or I, I yell at the quarterback, Sometimes that's just what it is. We're just right. yelling at each other, and we're done with Th- it. Think about Peyton like, Manning and Jeff Saturday. Like, Remember like, that on the yeah, sideline? Like, do we need to yeah. have a, a giant team confrontation? What Scottie Pippen chose to not go into a game at the end of the game to win the game. That's not the same situation. And, right. and maybe Steve Kerr didn't really think it was a bad thing that you guys yelled about some stuff for once. Like Maybe Clay and Steph are like, okay, it happens. Two guys, emotional. Talked it out on the, you know, whatever, he of the moment. Maybe no one thought it was a big deal. Maybe that was okay. Maybe that's what happened. You two, for some reason, thought it was the biggest thing in the entire world. And the rest of the team was like, all right, just, dude, just talking it out. Like, what is this? This feels very much like, and I, look, I understand that, you know, that this is, you know, these are shows and they're produced. This just feels very much like a very, very highly produced mm. drama, right? Like, oh, okay. Talk about something scripted can, a little bit, yeah. Like, come on, like really, like this seems like such a non-story. Oh, two dudes had an argument on the court, and the rest of the team thought it wasn't a big deal because we're all a big family and we yell at each other sometimes. End of the story. Like this whole, uh, man. <sighs> now you got to hear Draymond Green first, though, right? No, like, do I have? I mean, I guess everyone should have to listen to this. If yeah, I had you're, to. you're almost you've, you've you're at your boiling point. I, I kind of want to give you the shove to get the animated Schwartz like, oh my gosh, I can't take anybody, you know, that type of thing. So this is Draymond Green. Now, it's a little lengthy. So the odds are, I'm going to put it at plus 1,500 that you don't make it to the end here. I'm going to have to mute my mic for a few, <laughs> mute the audio for a few minutes. Take me down. You have to hear this. Draymond, who was wrong in the first place, pushing back at the GM Bob Myers saying, dude, you got to apologize. Here's Draymond Green. They pulled me in that room at Signature for an hour and 45 minutes, and they tried to tell me, you need to apologize. 
And I told them, I'll talk to Kay, but y'all aren't going to tell me what I need to say. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they went on for an hour and 45 minutes talking, saying a bunch of bullshit. And ultimately, they realized, all right, we're not getting through to him. We're going to try again in the morning. And so we met the next morning, and they said, all right, you slept on it. You ready to apologize? And I told them right then and there, I said, y'all about to f*** this up. I said, the only person that can make this right is me and Kay. And there's nothing that y'all can do, and y'all are going to f*** this up. And in my opinion, they f***ed it up. I think so, too. And they told me right then and there, like, we're going to suspend you for this game. I laughed in their face, literally laughed in their face. And Bob said to me, he said, uh, wow, that was not the reaction I was looking for or expecting. And I said, well, either I'm going to laugh in your face or I'm going to cuss you the f*** out. So you pick, I'm going to choose laugh. So I, I think what you're doing is funny. And so I'm alive. Woo. Um, so Draymond and Katie never talked this out, right? They just they just had this whole fantasy of talking it out, but never actually doing it. Like, so it, yeah, wh- basically, like Warrior- three years later, at least uh, you know, putting so it why, on so wax. It's a, Warrior, it's a Warriors' fault that y'all two, even though Katie, you said that you hoped that they would have talked it out, but yet no one actually did it. Like, no, you guys didn't actually talk. So. Why is it the Warriors' fault? The Warriors asked you to talk. They asked you to do the exact thing. And look, I get Draymond. You don't want to apologize. Fine. But you could have talked to KD about it. Yeah. That's my whole thing is you've got to be accountable. When I look at Draymond Green. Oh, he's never been accountable. He's, he, never. he never has. It's always someone else's fault. It's always, oh, the refs have it out for me. He's never looking at what he's doing wrong. At least the statements that he makes publicly. If you're wrong for calling out KD, and he was. And the and management comes to you and is like, dude, you, you got to apologize to this guy. What are you doing over here? And his reaction is, I'm going to laugh in your face or I'm going to cuss you out. And he's putting it on the Warriors organization. It's on Draymond. He created this whole situation, and then he wasn't accountable for it. It's on him way more than yeah. Bob Myers. It's just, you know... It, it, well, we know it's on Draymond. I've just said that for like the last 15 minutes. But some of this stuff, man, like this is this is why social media is great, but also like it's just kind of be the worst because you know things like this that a lot of us feel are very common sense. Like, oh, just just talk. Like, we give at least we get to hear athletes talk it out, I guess. But like, it's just like, guys, no one feels sorry for you. If you had a chance to make this right, you too, and no one did it. Like, no one like complaining about it now and blaming the Warriors. Like, you're not. Fans that listen to this aren't blaming the Warriors. They're blaming you two for not figuring it out. Like, it's just, it's just, the athletes that go on these platforms sometimes and just whine about things like this, man, it, 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 I don't think it comes off like they expect it to. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Like, hey, we're like coming who, to like, I'm like, I, I've seen a little bit. I really haven't seen, I guess I haven't looked at the reaction to this, but how many people are actually be like, yeah, oh. you're right, guys. You'd be amazed. It's right on. What was the organization thinking? You know what's funny, too, is Kevin Durant mentioned it. He was like, Steve didn't say anything, and Bob wanted you to apologize, and he had a problem with both. And it's like, well, then how should they have handled it? How would you have wanted them? If I I was there and this was a press conference setting, I'd be like, KD, how did you want them to handle it exactly? Because he had a problem with Steve Kerr doing nothing and Bob Myers saying you got to apologize. I mean, I, I kind of feel like you should take your cue from Kerr, right? Like if Kerr, who's been through this all, right? You've won championships with Kerr. Um, you know, he obviously won championships with, with Jordan and the Bulls and he was part of that as well. If he doesn't think it's a big deal, then maybe it's not a big deal. I Again, think it's like, that he knows he's dealing with Draymond and he <laughs> knows if he's well. going to go to Dre and say, dude, you got to apologize. He's like, that's not going to end well. So let's just keep it but, pushing. I think is what sure. Steve was thinking. Oh, I understand, but but again, like I, uh, it, it just it it, it uh, I don't know. I I, I again, I, I this feels like a little bit of production value for for this yeah. show. I mean, it just feels like something that's there that was. I mean, Katie was Katie. So if they had talked us out in in Last Dance style, Katie stays and no, he doesn't stay. Right? Like, like, what is he talking? Like, I, I just. 
it's all revisionist history. It's all BS. Um, <laughs> y'all could have talked this out yourselves and stop whining about the, 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 the Warriors front office. I hear you. Hey, we're coming to you from the OutKick studios. All right, coming up next, this week should look a whole lot different than last week, but will it? We'll explain. I'm Brian No. He's Jeff Schwartz. It's OutKick, the coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. This, this is OutKick, the coverage. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O-Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code 2PROS. New customers play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code 2PROS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. Terms at picksix.draftkings.com slash promos. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You know, I got to pick your gambling brain here coming up a little bit, Schwartz. You're a throwing down coin on preseason games. So any uh, week two, I don't know if you call this week two. Like you said, it's technically yeah. week three if it, you include the Hall of Fame game. But uh, any uh, angles here or, or week one, are you more uh, honing in on this week of the preseason or week one of the actual regular season? No, what you do is is you wager on uh, coaching's uh, coaches' records in the preseason. So um, you know, entering the season, entering this you know this this uh, preseason, you know Harbaugh. Well, they've won eighteen in a row, the Ravens, but they've covered sixteen of the eighteen. Right? That's uh, insane! Wow. Yeah, John Gruden was heading into week. Well, I didn't even check. I didn't even watch the Raiders Seahawks game, but um, you know Gruden was is eighteen eight and two. As a Raiders head coach in the preseason, um, actually that's more than that. That's when back to his time with Tampa. Obviously, Pete Carroll twenty five fourteen and one against the spread in the preseason. Uh, Zimmer was seventeen eight. They didn't cover seventeen and nine. I actually like Minnesota a lot because you know, they're off that embarrassing, embarrassing performance against against Denver, right? I mean, yeah. you look at, at and and then the opposite is, you know, Andy Reid's not very good in the preseason against the spread. Neither is Bill Belichick. So you look at coaching records. A lot of this is defensive coaches. Defensive coaches care a lot more about the preseason than offensive coaches do. Offensive coaches want to get their guys work. They want to get certain things done. They're not worried about really the end result of the game. Defensive coaches, man, they're about physicality and tackling and finish and run the football. And like they're blitzing in the fourth quarter. Like they're super into trying to win the game. And that's I think the big difference between offensive I mean Gruden's the outlier, right? All those coaches I mentioned that are good are not offensive coaches, right? Harbaugh's not obviously um but 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 Gruden's the outlier because Gruden's just just odd. That would have sucked if you went in on the Vikings last week. I did. Because Zimmer – oh, you did. Zimmer's got – like you mentioned, he's very good in the preseason, covers a lot of the games. And a lot of their starters, they had, what, one of the 22 starters play? I don't know who the poor soul was who was the one starter who played. I don't remember off the top of my head. But when Drew Locke, you're like, all right, I'm going in on the Vikings, and Drew Locke is carving up the B team, you've got to be like, well, shoot. Yeah, that, but that again, it's, it's, it's more about how these games end. Like, if you watch the fourth quarter, a lot of these preseason games, you have the second and third string offensive line. And well, these defensive coaches, man, they're still pressuring. They're blitzing. Like, they're going nuts. <laughs> offensive coaches, they, they don't – it's not really uh, – it's more the mentality than it is, like, who's playing right? Um, in those instances. Because, you know, even teams that, that played their starters in week one didn't, didn't always win the game or cover the game. It's more about, in my opinion, uh, again, it's about the, the mentality of an offense versus defensive coach in the preseason. It's interesting, too, because if you go coach by coach with some of the quarterbacks that have gotten no playing time – that's an interesting philosophy, too, where I can understand it with certain guys, right? If you, Aaron Rodgers isn't playing in the preseason. Okay, I get it. Daniel Jones with the Giants, Sam Darnold yeah. with the Panthers, and he's not getting a series? What is that? So it's pretty interesting. If you look at the coaches that have done this a long time in the NFL, Belichick, Andy Reid, Bruce Arians, Ron Rivera, um, they they all played their starters for a period in in, in of the preseason. Now Mahomes played f- six plays or four plays. Brady didn't play very much, but their starters played for a while, right? I mean, the Chiefs starters played two series, both offense and defense, against the Niners backups. Um, and then you look at the young coaches, and they don't play any of their starters. And um, I, I don't know if there's any evidence which way it works. I mean, the, the fear of guys getting hurt seems really silly to me. Like you can't coach with fear. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, but nonetheless, you know, the older coaches who the last two Super Bowl winners started their starters in the preseason for week one. Now, Bruce Arians said he won't play Tom Brady this week, probably because he got hit on the first drive. Um, <laughs> but, you know, there, there is some value to getting some preseason reps. I mean, you have a guy like Justin Herbert, who is a brand new coach, brand new coordinator, not playing all preseason. Really? 
Yeah. You know, Daniel Jones, Sam Darnold, like, what, what are you doing here? So I'm curious to see if this pays off with guys playing faster in the preseason. I mean, to me, in the regular season, I, I don't, I don't see it paying off. I mean, I don't, I don't really. Uh, and I'll, I'll give you one other thing too. So last year, a lot of these young players, no fans in the stands, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're Justin Herbert, you have you haven't played a a, a a game, a road game with fans in quite a long time, right? Since twenty since twenty nineteen. So I, I would get some guys work with crowd noise right now, right? Kind of work yeah. you know, work worth that, but obviously it's not going to happen. Um, so you know we'll see we'll see what, what you know what becomes of some of these teams early in the season. I, I think it's still valuable to get some of those preseason reps in. I do too. This was uh, Sean McVay last week. He was on the Doug Gottlieb show. Listen to what he said about Matthew Stafford. There is zero chance you'll ever see Matthew Stafford take a snap in the preseason for the Rams as long as I'm the coach. That will never happen. <laughs> Okay, he's a veteran. I get that. But brand new team, I'd like to see him get some work in the preseason. And listen, the other part, and you alluded to this, the chances of getting injured are not very high. You have to consider this also. It's like it's preseason intensity. So and Matthew Stafford isn't running around like Lamar Jackson and taking uh, more chances running the ball and putting himself in harm's way. So the odds that he gets hurt are yeah. very very low. I'd get him some reps out there. It doesn't make sense to me. And what's interesting too is the examples people use for why why you you know why you shouldn't play your quarterback. There's two of them, right? It's Tony Romo getting hurt, but that led to Dak Prescott. That led to a better situation. And then it's Trent Green getting hurt. And that led to a better situation with, with Warner, right? Like the two examples actually both helped the franchises. Uh, now, again, of course, there's a lot of NFL teams where if the quarterback got hurt in the preseason, you're not actually helping your franchise. But they're kind of poor examples to use as, as to why you shouldn't play your starters in the preseason. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, I, I totally get it. If there's a coach like, hey, we don't want to lose our starter. I understand that. But I would just say... It's like comma at the end of that sentence. It's not a period. Like, that's all there is to consider. I look at, take a guy like Baker Mayfield. Okay, he didn't play last week. He avoided injury. But the Browns open up week one against the Chiefs. They're going to have to score some points there. So I would like to see Baker in more of a flow, in a rhythm. And if he can get some reps and the offense is a little bit smoother in week one, like, that's a huge deal. So I don't think it. the conversation just ends at, well, we don't want the quarterback out there and possibly getting injured. That's true. But if he looks rusty in week one, you should be pointing back to a lack of playing time in the preseason as one of the reasons as to why that might have been the case. Yeah. And look, um, as a Chiefs fan, if they start slow, fine with me. Like, I'm good with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just, I just think that the the idea of, of the fear part of it kind of just is the part that worries me a little bit. Like you can't really coach afraid of injuries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what. Do you think I, it changes this week? Do you think we see some of these guys like Darnold and Daniel I, Jones getting real reps? I'm, I, mm, I don't think so. Yeah, so I think mean, these, I mean, these, these young coaches are just firmly against that idea. Yeah. So I would guess next week that's the dress rehearsal. We have one fewer preseason well, the, game this year. The only the only coach I've heard say that is is Joe Judge of the Giants, who says you know choose you know week three now. Two part of this week the week three game, the last game of the preseason now is also much earlier. Like the last game is yeah. much earlier in the schedule than it used to be. So you know you used to have um, you know that. Um, that final preseason game was the Thursday before Labor Day weekend, and then you you know get in your cuts and and you get going. Not the case this year. This year, the last game I believe is near the end of of August, so there is there's a lot of time to kind of rest between those games. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm curious if that affects the way you know they handle that week three game because by then too, you I mean you need that time to you know finish your back end roster depth and and test some guys out in new positions but you also want to get your starters work it's an interesting dilemma coaches are going to be faced with this is why you play them in week one and two and don't have to worry about playing them in week three yeah interesting stuff all right another guy who's always got interesting things to say eddie garcia 
to spin us around. What do we need to know this morning, Mr. Garcia? Well, if you're a baseball fan, uh, you definitely want to get caught up on everything that happened uh, on Wednesday. We'll start with the Yankees wrapping up a three-game sweep of the Red Sox with a 5-2 win at six losses, or excuse me, six wins in a row now for New York. They're a game up on both Oakland and Boston for that top wildcard spot in the American League. For Boston, since the All-Star break, now 7-15. and They've played seven series in the second half of the year. They've lost all of them except one against Baltimore. The A's lose to the White Sox 3-2. Oakland is tied with Boston for that final wildcard spot in the American League. Chicago, by the way, only 12 games up in the uh, AL Central. Go ahead and start printing those playoff tickets. Padres beat the uh, Rockies, or excuse me, Padres lose to the Rockies. 7-5, San Diego swept in that three-game series. Jake Arrieta made his San Diego debut. Three and a third innings, five earned runs, seven hits left with a hamstring injury. San Diego still a game and a half up on Cincinnati for that second and final wildcard spot in the National League, with the Reds losing to the Cubs 7-1. The Astros fall to the Royals 3-2. Houston still two and a half up on Oakland in the AL West. The Braves beat the Marlins 11-9. Freddie Freeman hit for the cycle for Atlanta. They've won six straight, sweep that three-game series. And now have a three-and-a-half game lead on Philadelphia in the NL East. The Phillies lost the Diamondbacks 4-2. to two. Mets over the Giants, 6-2 in 12 innings. Kevin Pillar had a three-run homer in the 12th to help New York get the win, but they're four-and-a-half back in the NL East. Dodgers shut out the Pirates, 9-0. Max Muncy, two homers, five RBI as L.A. sweeps that series. They won six in a row, and they finally gain a little ground on San Francisco. They're now three back in the NL West. Rays over the Orioles, 8-4. to four. Tampa Bay, five up. In the uh, AL East on New York, Baltimore's dropped 14 in a row. Brewers beat the Cardinals 6-4 to in 10 innings. Milwaukee with a 9.5 game lead in the NL Central. And the Angels beat the Tigers 3-1. to Shohei Otani for the Angels, 8 innings on the mound, allowed just one earned run, 6 hits. He improves to 8-1 and one on the season. And at the plate, he only hit his Major League leading 40th home run of the year. And by the way, that does bring us to our Discover Card highlight of the night. Oh, Otani oh. got it! He got it! Call from uh, Bally Sports there, Bally Sports West, and again, our Discover Card highlight of the night. Now, back to Brian No and Jeff Schwartz in the Outkick the Coverage Studios. Thank you, Eddie. Good stuff as always, man. That Otani, it's insane, right? Like I, I don't know what I can say that isn't stating the obvious about that guy. He just blows my mind. 40 home runs leading the majors and an outstanding pitcher on top of that. It's, it's incredible. like if this was a movie script, you'd be like, this is ridiculous. You'd walk yes. out of the movie. And that's really what's happening this year with him. It's pretty incredible, right? Like he he uh, is a unicorn. I mean, it's it's fun to watch him play. And, and he he obviously loves playing the game, too, which is kind of fun to watch. Right. Um, he is he's legit, man. It's crazy. Yeah. And it was cool, too, where. Everybody in Detroit's all amped up for Miguel Cabrera to get to his 500th home run. And Otani stole the show, right? It went yard for the 40th time. Unbelievable. Yeah. How about if uh, one other baseball headline, Lance Lynn, pitcher of the White Sox, throwing his belt at umpires. How about that? He's upset about the sticky stuff check. It had to be more than that. I'd have to imagine there was something else going on there. But he threw his belt in disgust. I saw that, that. It seems like a baseball it, protest right there, doesn't it? There was a the film of that. It's very, very grainy. It's hard to yeah. see. Uh, we're still doing the pitcher checks, huh? I didn't know we we're still doing that. Yeah, we're um, still checking for the sticky stuff over there. Baseball. Who cares? Baseball. No one cares. I'm a huge baseball fan. I do not care if my pitcher uses. I actually hope he uses. So he's better. Like, like who cares? <laughs> By the way, it's another headline that caught my attention. Nebraska. I just wanted to spend a couple of minutes on this with you. So Nebraska, they're being investigated by the NCAA. So a couple of things here. Um, the the program might have improperly used analysts and consultants during practices and games. And also maybe they had a practice. This was last year during COVID when it was uh, you know prohibited. And maybe they had a practice. They're looking into it. My whole thing is this. I don't know what they did wrong. I don't know what will be uncovered. They were 3-5 and five last year. They were yep. fifth place in their division in the Big Ten West. It's embarrassing for any investigation to be taking place if you did something improperly and you were three and five, at least you could be good if you're cheating. Yeah, this is what I was joking with. Uh, I do Pac-12 radio with Arizona State, right? Like you cheated. Um, uh, cheated might be the wrong word, but you, you've allegedly cheated. Uh, right. For what? For for six wins? Like, 
like if you're gonna, if you're going to do that, can you at least like win a championship? Yeah. Like like I'm an I'm an Oregon Duck, right? And if 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 it came out that I know NIL is is changing things now, but if it came out that Oregon was paying players and during the time they paid players, Oregon won a championship. Okay, cool. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I, I gladly take that. Um, you know what I mean? Like, oh, oh, shucks. We paid players. We won a championship. The first team to ever do that. Um, but, you know, but if, if you're winning five games, then then what's the point of it, right? I mean, I guess the point is you would win three otherwise. I don't know. Yeah. But part of it, what's so interesting to me about some of these infractions, especially with Arizona State and Nebraska, is kind of the audacity to think you can get away with it, right? Especially with camera phones now, with um, with access to um, you know behind the scenes information that you you, you know twenty years ago there was no one in the building that was giving away information, right? There were no cameras in the building, and to do this, especially during COVID, when everyone's you know everyone's kind of on a high alert, like you were going to get caught, and you did it anyways, and and that to me is is the interesting part, right? It's like you did this knowing you were probably going to get caught and you did it. You, did, you said, screw it, I'm doing it anyways. Right. W- and was you, it worth your and job? And you still sucked on top of it, Correct. right? It's yes. just embarrassing. So I don't know what the equivalent would be. Would it be like the Lions last year? There's a report that comes out, hey, we're, we're checking into it. They might have cheated. It's like, well, they were terrible anyway. That's yeah. doubly embarrassing. Correct, yes. And the, <laughs> the Scott Frost has not gone well in, uh, at, uh, in Nebraska. By the way, while we're talking college ball, what do you make of this potential alliance between three Power Five conferences where they might schedule each other in the non-conference? Yeah, it just feels like, obviously, a response to the SEC, right? If we if we end up, um, you know, getting forming together, A, that allows us to have a voting block, right, where we can vote for things that we want and kind of outvote the SEC, which is, you know, something that, that possibly they want to do. And also, it you know, it allows, um, you know, us to, to have a, a scheduling agreement where we can all make more money together. And really, the Big Ten doesn't need this, right? They make the most money out of any conference. It's the Pac-12 that really needs this and the ACC. One thing to consider, too, when we talk conference realignment, especially out West, and again, I'm, I'm an L.A. kid. I went to Oregon. And I do Pac-12 radio every day for Sirius. The, you know, the, the, the Pac-12 president's. Uh, if this if this is a presidential move, right now this could be a move at just the athletic department level, right, where there's a scheduling alliance and and whatnot. But if it's more than that, the presidents of the Pac-12 conference are going to want schools that align with them academically. It's why the the, the Big Twelve, the eight remaining teams merging with the Pac-12 conference feels very unlikely, right? The Pac-12 wants these AAU schools. They want research universities. They want you know they want schools that are are high academic institutions. The Big Ten and the ACC more aligned with that than do the rest of the, of the big 12 schools that are left. And I think that's pretty important here when we talk about conference realignment, especially out West. Man, the, like Bob Bowlesby must be looking at all of these things with Oklahoma, Texas leaving to go to the SEC. And the next thing you know, there's a potential alliance with the remaining Power Fives, not including the Big 12. You have to just see everything disintegrating before your eyes at this stage. So that's brutal. And the other part is, I love college football, Jeff. I really do. But the structure is just mayhem. It's the Wild West. I, I know it's not the same, but just to make sense of it, can you imagine if something similar was happening in the NFL where a couple of teams just left their division and the next thing you know you're hearing about maybe an alliance? You'd be like, what is happening right now? It's just commonplace in college football. It's crazy. Yeah. Look, I, I've said this. Um, you know, I don't like what's happening, but we have to adapt to – this new reality, right? I mean, this is, it's, it's happening. It's happened. And so to pretend that it's not happening or won't happen is, is wrong right now. Again, we can disagree with, with, you know, why it's happening. Like, I, don't, I don't like that it's happening, but it's happening. And, and mm-hmm. we have to adapt to what this is. And, and for the PAC 12 and for the, the big 10 and the ACC, you know, to make sure that Clemson doesn't get poached, to make sure USC doesn't get poached, to make sure Ohio state doesn't get poached, forming a, an alliance could be very helpful for that. Do you think it does, right? Like if, I don't know, there's a great offer and one school's like, eh, would love to, but uh, seeing other people right now, we're in, a, we're in an alliance, right? Does that, does that prevent a team from leaving and going elsewhere, getting poached or whatever? I, I, think, it, I think it does if, if the alliance ends up making everyone more money, right? I mean, this is why Oklahoma yeah. and Texas left. If, if it ends up making everyone money, then yes, that, that it would keep everyone intact. Yeah. All right, coming up next... 
Money's getting a little tight for one certain team. I'm Brian No. He's Jeff Schwartz. This is Outkick the Coverage on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick the Coverage. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. 
Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I was asking you about your musical genres earlier here, Jeff Schwartz. Uh, you uh, big West Coast hip-hop fan. Yes. And the EDM. You get down with the EDM. Very nice. Uh, how do you feel about rock music, heavy metal? Any love for you? Heavy metal? Yeah. Uh, not really. I, I can, uh, judging by, uh, like, you went up an octave. I, heavy metal? I, I'm not expecting you to be like, oh, yeah, huge Slayer fan. Yeah, no. I, I, I'm not even <laughs> sure. I couldn't even tell you if I listened to a Slayer song in my life. Oh, my gosh. We, Roberto, throw on Killing Fields real quick. We got to rectify this right away. You know, no, no Slayer songs ever. Oh, look at that. The computer just froze. Yeah. I don't, oh, think, I don't Danny, think Roberto's going to be able to do that. That, that disappointing, Danny. Oh, no. But wow, I'm sure. But I'm sure. I'm sure it's, it's back up again to play some Tupac at some point. Yeah. Oh, for yeah, sure. That, yeah. It's weird how the computer works for Pac, but not yeah. Tom Mariah and Jeff Hanneman. Or you know, yeah, it's crazy. If you had, if you had said those names to me and been like, "Who are they?" I would have been like, "I don't know." I, Who? Two. We authors. should do that. We should. Yeah. I'll uh, name a musician. You guess the metal band. You know. How about that? Could be just bring the house down. But how is that going to work when I know when I know zero of those answers? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's why it will work. Is you'll be like, I don't know, uh, uh, ministry. I don't know. Also, yeah. how would it work on the podcast? Because I think Brian, you'd have to hum it or sing it. Okay, I in order for it to be on the podcast. Yeah, that's true. I you know. I'll work, work, work out the kinks I, here. I think I, I think Brian humming heavy metal uh, <laughs> music is uh, it sounds like a good a good podcast segment. <laughs> I'm try- okay, I'll give you one. I'll give you. You should know this one, Jeff Schwartz. You've been a former NFL player. You've heard this a million times in stadiums. I'll go very mainstream on you. Give me the band or the song. Is that Phil Collins? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. I know you know that one. I know. Sledgehammer? Yeah, I, I, what is I, I that? Yeah, I don't know the band. I've heard the song a thousand times, obviously, but I had no idea yeah. who the band is. Are you serious? Well, there Metallica? You go. You're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I have some. I listen. I have some Metallica on the on the old phone. Okay. At least I used to. I don't know how much music. I don't know what's actually on my phone anymore. But yeah, I, I yeah that that I, that I've, I've listened to some Metallica, but it's not like on my it's not on my workout playlist. Yeah, it's just not. Yeah, I didn't, I, it's I didn't, good workout music. You know. I'll, yeah, no, it is. I'm not disagreeing with that, but it's just not yeah. on, on the on the playlist. I'm like one of the only like offensive linemen I think who doesn't like listen to like heavy metal when he works out. <laughs> like, yeah, I, yeah way, I'll take some. I'll take some Cascade, please. Yeah, yeah. How about this? If we uh, bring it back to ball here, how about this? The Kansas City Chiefs. The GM, Brett Veach, he's like, ah, money's a little tight right now in terms of extending Tyron Matthew to a deal. One of the best safeties in football. But listen, man, there's a salary cap in place. There's only so far the money's going to go when you're paying Mahomes a boatload and Chris Jones and the list goes on and on. Um, so uh, he's not yeah, going to get Jamal, could, Jamal Adams money over there. They can always find money if they want to. Um, I, I, it feels like the Chiefs um, just have not wanted to um, to pay Teron Matthew what he wants. Uh-huh. That feels like what's happening here. It's not a money issue. They they want it. He wants a certain amount. The Chiefs don't want to pay him as much as Jamal Adams, and that's really what the story is. It's not that they can't afford to pay him. They don't want to pay him what he thinks he should get. Really? Okay, so you don't buy it at all? I don't buy that the Chiefs think he's worth Jamal Adams' money, and uh, yeah. they don't want to pay him Jamal Adams. I don't think they're broke. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> oh, we just can't afford it. No, they they they, they have money. They just don't want to do it. Wow, interesting, right? Well, you got to skimp somewhere, and uh, uh, I, I get it's probably in the middle. If you want to be honest here, it's probably the truth is somewhere in between. Where, yeah, it's partially they're not just making stuff up. Like 
you know, it, they have cap constraints with some of the money that they've they've doled out there. A couple of years ago, the Chiefs had before the fourth free agency had like two hundred thousand dollars in cap space, and they ended up signing Mahomes, Chris Jones. <laughs> like they, it, it's, they have money. You want to make money, you find yourself making money. They just don't want to pay Teron Matthew the same deal as Jamal Adams. That's that simple. Yeah. Um, by the way. Um, we were talking about degenerate gambling stories last yes. hour. I've got one for you. Rank this on the, the Schwartz degenerate gambling meter, right? 10 being the worst. So this was going into, what, Super Bowl Forty Three. I bet on Barack Obama, because he did the interview before the game, which team he would mention first in the pregame interview. Where does that rank on the Schwartz See, meter right there? That's not really gambling. That's just like <laughs> taking a guess. It's it's like a coin toss. Like, I mean, it's gambling. I, I get it. But, like, that's not really – there's no actual thought process that goes into that. Like that oh, there, me, was, there was. I broke it down, right, because he was hot on the Steelers to win the game. So, I'm like, I think there are better, is there a better chance that he's going to mention the Steelers before the you Cardinals. you win? I did. Now, the guy asking him the question, <laughs> I thought he set him up where I was going to lose. He's like, Mr. President, I, I know you're – you're hot on the Steelers right now, but Kurt Warner and good look at this team and what he's done. And I'm like, he ruined it, but he didn't technically mention the Cardinals first. Why? Like, what was happening in your life where you made that bet? <laughs> like, what was like, what was like, like, what was happening to where you felt like you had to bet on that? I just felt I had an angle, and it was right. I don't care. Like, it could be the most degenerate bet ever, but if I think the odds are more in my favor, I'm going to bet it. What, so how highly you, does that rank on the Schwartz what meter? You lay, very high. What, what were you laying? Yeah. Do you remember? Nothing crazy. It was like what, was 40, it minus, Was it minus 110? Like was it like, what was just... I, I don't know. You yeah. some juice on that bet? That's, <laughs> it had to be pretty close to even money. I don't that's remember incredible. exactly what it was. That's, that's a pretty high, because that, that's like a... Like, like my WNBA bet was I'm trying to finish up a 10-team parlay. <laughs> this is just like a straight, like, degenerate. I just need some action in my life. What's happening yeah. with me right now? Yeah, all right. Is that a nine? Oh, for sure, yes. For sure, a strong I've done nine. spelling bee before. That's a 10. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, coming up next, another sign this will be the last dance. I'm Brian No. He's Jeff Schwartz. Keep it locked. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 